The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. This is Marcus Aurelius, Book 2, Paragraph 13. Nothing is more wretched than the man who goes round and round everything, and, as Pindar says, pries into the things beneath the earth, and seeks by conjecture what is in the minds of his neighbors, but fails to perceive that it is enough to attend to the divinity that is within himself, and to do a genuine service. Now that service is to keep it unsullied by passion, thoughtlessness, and discontent with what comes from God or men. What comes from God is to be revered because of excellence. What comes from men is dear because they are of one kindred with himself, deserving of our pity too sometimes, humanly speaking, by reason of their ignorance of good and ill. This disablement is more grievous than that which robs the eyes of the power to distinguish light from darkness. So once again, we're seeing him use themes that he's talked about in the past. Um, the prying into things under the earth, I'm pretty sure that's in that same category of, uh, of reminder that he kept giving himself about not being carried away with your books or being carrying, carried away with like your, uh, your you know, uh, looking into, into things. Uh, and uh, we said that that is basically a way of um, using the pursuit of knowledge to distract yourself from from appreciating the good and living a good life. And then the um, seeks by conjecture what is in the minds of his neighbors that we, that we talked about also in a previous paragraph, I forgot which one, um, where you are constantly preoccupied with what other people are thinking about you, but you don't really, you're not really attending to the motions of your own soul. The new idea he's introducing here, I think, is... He's saying it is enough to attend to the divinity that is within himself, which we we're uh, we're recognizing as uh, for Marcus Aurelius is the is the will is the the part of you that chooses, and for us it's really that as is wrapped up in the Telemelochim in your uh, your truth-seeking intellect, um, and to do a genuine service. So so here he's framing it basically you have a choice. Okay, you're either going to serve, um, you're going to be of service to things external to you, which is going to be distractions and conjectures about public opinion or you're going to be serving you're going to be in service of your uh of of the you know your true self which is your telemelochim or your 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 ruling element and then he defines the service which is that you have to keep it unsullied by passion thoughtlessness and discontent with what comes from god or men and then he gives arguments for for why uh you know everything that comes from god is is uh is good and everything that comes from men so either it is actually good um, in which case you should uh, you shouldn't be discontent with it, or it's not good, but that stems from the fact that that men can't distinguish between true good and bad because of their ignorance. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to think about what to make of this on a practical uh, mode. Uh, the fact that he's like framing those past ideas in terms of service, of the service that you owe your uh, your soul, and it kind of reminds me of that midrash, the famous midrash in Nida Lamed Amud Beis. Um, that uh, the part the part of the midrash everyone knows is the the part about the the fetus is taught all of the Torah while in the womb and then it forgets it upon uh, its exit. Um, but then there's a you know the midrash is much bigger than that. And at the end it says uh, that that before the fetus goes out uh, into the world, then it's made to take an oath. And the oath says so. It says Mahi Hashavua. What is the oath? Shemash bin Oso that it make that it is made to swear. You should be righteous and not wicked. Even if the entire world says about you that you're a tzaddik, you should be in your eyes like a rasha. And you should know, you should know that God is pure 
and his ministers are pure, he and the the soul that has been emplaced within you is pure. If you preserve it in its purity, good. Vim love, and if not, hari not And if not, then I'll take it from you. Now I'm sure that that midrash is, is is going on its own idea, but the two things that jumped out at me are number one, the ignoring of public opinion, uh, the fact that even if everyone tells you that you're righteous, then you shouldn't view yourself that way. Okay, kind of problematic that says view yourself as a Russia because there's a mission empirical Elvis that goes against that, but whatever. Um, and then the idea of of your soul came from a pure God, meaning that he's not material, and his ministers are pure, meaning the angels are not material, and your soul is the non-physical part of you, but you have and you have to keep it in its state of purity, meaning don't let it be affected by the 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 passions or the influences of the material world. Um, and that's kind of how its mission is being portrayed here. So uh, again, I don't know what to make. I, I, I don't know what the idea of the Midrash is. Uh, it's been a while since I've revisited that. And I also don't know exactly what to make of the Marcus Aurelius thing. Uh, but those are my, those are my thoughts <laughs> for whatever they're worth.